look like you kind of look like Serpico. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Al Pacino's looking Serpico, but he actually has the whole beard. But I don't know. I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Episode two of Hall or Nothing here from Los Angeles and from Cape Cod with Alex Weiner and Koki Riley. Koki, how's your week been? Um, I'm, I'm fresh off the streets of protesting. How's a protest in Cape Cod? Shockingly large and fertile. Uh, in that I didn't expect there to be like 2,000 people at this at this thing, and there actually were. So, yeah, it was, wow. it was actually it was a it was quite a uh, I guess pleasant surprise. Wow, that's pretty good. I've been to a, a couple in Los Angeles already, um, including one today. Our crowd was Maybe. very diverse. What about yours? Um, well, I went to one at UCLA a couple of days ago, and that one was really diverse, but it was all essentially college student aged. Um, the one today was in Century City, so it was um, it was still pretty diverse, I would say overall. And uh, the age diversity was a little bit was pretty good too. It was mostly people like that look like in their like early to like mid 20s and stuff like that but um there was some families with like kids and there was some middle-aged people and a few older people too so it was interesting to see that um and actually a good sign to see but yeah no with everything going on i know i've been stuck to twitter um and just reading up on news and having the news stations on my tv and stuff like that it's good to take a little bit of time to kind of put your brain on something else. Um, and so we decided since it's our next episode of Paul or Nothing to look at the NFL. We looked at the NBA last week. Um, that podcast is up on Spotify. And now we're going to go look at the NFL and specifically the quarterback position. So diving right into it, um, Pro Football Reference makes it really easy uh, where they organize their Hall of Fame potential quarterbacks under this Pro Football Quarterback Hall of Fame monitor which essentially gives each quarterback a score um, with the average Hall of Fame quarterback scoring at a 102. However, most quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame are actually underneath that threshold. It's just because, you know, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are so darn high that it really just kind of <laughs> spikes the average quarterback score. Um, but there are several below it, and there are several current NFL quarterbacks who – are right in the mix with a lot of current Hall of Famers as far as their scores. Um, so we'll go over them. We're going to go over quarterbacks that recently retired and haven't made the ballot yet, as well as quarterbacks that are still in the league. Um, we're not going to look at every quarterback who's still in the league. We're going to cut it off, um, mostly focusing on veterans who have been in the league for a while and have most of their resumes built already. It would be kind of asinine to look at Lamar Jackson's Hall of Fame chances after year two. Um, so we're going to cut it off and, but we'll start off from the top and go to the bottom. Um, and starting at number one, who is actually the top, uh, quarterback on this monitor, Koki Peyton Manning's above Tom Brady. Uh, apparently they're not counting rings in this monitor, I guess. I don't know. Well, that doesn't make sense because Eli Manning is relatively high. Well, well, I guess, well, the thing is with Eli is that he's still accumulated a bunch of yards and a bunch of touchdowns and a good uh, completion percentage compared to um, 
say the average quarterback of the 1970s because of how much the game has changed with throwing the football. We're going to, that's something we're going to have to talk about probably quite a bit. Um, given trying to compare these guys to previous generations, despite the fact that the numbers are nowhere. I mean, you, you just can't compare them because they're just so right. such different eras. Similar to what's happened in basketball very recently, actually. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he didn't really throw the ball a lot in the 1970s. And so there's like a few quarterbacks that really stand out to you. But when you go back and look at the statistics, you know, probably you'd be underwhelmed um, compared to what you're seeing now, which you're seeing like out of a season from really any average quarterback today, you can kind of match it with a lot of like Hall of Fame quarterback seasons, potentially as far as like yards and touchdowns and stuff accumulated. Um, but that's just how the game has changed. And obviously you have to take that into account when you're doing this Yeah. or else the floodgates would open as far as the NFL or the pro football hall of fame is concerned. So we'll keep that into notice. Um, so the first two, obviously Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, don't really need to touch upon them very much. The next one's Aaron Rodgers. Also don't really need to touch upon him very much. It'd be lovely if he got another ring, but ultimately he's the lock. I mean, he's above John Elway in these, uh, in this monitor. The next one is Drew Brees, which also, unless you have any, uh, you know, thing to say about any arguments against him in his uh, football resume, I don't think there's much of an argument here against him. No, we're, uh, yeah, if we're talking about his football resume, then we're not going to, yeah. We're, we, are, we're, we are not a, uh, a podcast that deals with, with uh, what he said this week. Uh, there are much more higher, higher qualified people that can go into that. Exactly. Uh, so definitely check it out. I had, um, I had if you to, do want to stay in front, I had to lightly mention it. You know, I had to. You know, just to stay relevant. Okay. Uh, I know. I know. So yeah, but he's if, in. If you, if you do want to be, if you don't want to be, if you do want to be caught up on, on the Drew Brees um, saga, on Instagram he did post something. I believe it was yesterday where he posted. Was it yesterday yeah, or two days night. ago? It was last night. Uh, it was last night. Uh, where he posted um, essentially a kind of an explanation and what he learned um, with talking to teammates and a lot of people. So um, if you want to stay up to date on that, check out Drew Brees' Instagram. Um, and we'll leave it at that. So moving on down, cut through some Hall of Famers like Steve Young, Young, Fran Tarkenton, Dan Marino, and then we hit the 102 mark, the average Hall of Fame quarterback mark, and then we continue down. The next quarterback on the list would be Bart Starr, then Terry Bradshaw, then Roger Staubach, and then Philip Rivers, who I think is the first guy we're really going to have a discussion about. Um, Philip Rivers is an interesting case. Uh, never won the Super Bowl, never made it to a Super Bowl, but he is sixth all-time in passing yards, sixth all-time in passing touchdowns, uh, and probably going to end up in fifth on both of those, so being before all is said and done, I don't know how long he's going to keep that, but um, for the time being, it looks like he's going to be probably fifth after uh, this season with Indianapolis, assuming that he stays healthy. Um, he's an eight-time Pro Bowler. He's a comeback player of the year. Never won the MVP, but uh, he was uh, first team All-Pro by Pro Football Focus in 2009 and uh, second team All-Pro in 2013 by Pro Football Focus. So Koki, he has the 
buildup. He has the total numbers that you need to be a Hall of Famer. But have you ever, when, if you ever thought that Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer when you're watching him? Uh, never. Never thought that Philip Rivers was a Hall of Famer? No. Um, mainly because I watched the fourth quarter of games and I watched his team lose in the fourth quarter of games consistently. Sometimes it isn't his fault, but he does, he does have a habit of throwing interceptions at the wrong time. And given how much talent his teams have had over the years, it's surprising that it hasn't happened once where his team makes a run and they go, they do, and you know, he has like a, a Drew Brees-esque 2009 sort of season. And uh, that's just never happened for him. Part of it's because of luck, for sure. But part of it's because he just throws a lot of picks. Uh, here's, here are his interception totals since 2014. 18, 13, 21, 10, 12, and 20. It's not great. Led the league in interceptions twice in three years at one point and threw 20 picks in 2011 at, at the age of 30, which is, you know, supposed to be his quote-unquote prime of his career. Um Nice player, very, very good player, but I've, I've never considered him as great. Um, and I, I've never considered him as a guy who can really lead the team to to play, to like actually places. I, I mean, they made the AFC Championship game once in his tenure, and he's constantly had weapons. He's had talent um, surrounded around him. Um, his offensive lines haven't always been great, but – even then, I, it's it's not enough of a reason this season. Had, there had to be one season, especially that 2006 year, where they really could have made a run, um, a, a, like yeah. a hard postseason run to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was a 25-year-old quarterback in 2006, um, but they lost to New England by three uh, in the divisional round. The next year, which was 2007, in his 20, age 26 season, they did make a bit of a run. They won two playoff games, but again, they lost to New England in the AFC Championship game. 2008 is age 27 season. They disappoint. They go 8-8, eight and eight, but they still are able to win a pretty crummy AFC West division. They won a playoff game. Um, he beat Peyton Manning in uh, the wildcard round. Then they lost to Pittsburgh in the divisional round. 2009, under North Turner, they go 13-3. and three but get upset by the New York Jets in the divisional round. Yeah. Like that and Jets that game, 2006 against the Pats, they were the best team in the AFC that year. Uh, they were probably a little better than, than Indianapolis, and they were more well-rounded than New England in that they still lost that home game, that huge home game. I mean, LaDainian Tomlinson at the time was having one of the best running back seasons of the century, maybe the best running back season we've seen this century, and yeah, they still lose. Um, I mean, Rivers wasn't quite as oh, – hadn't hit his peak yet, but still. Um, and then especially that Jets loss, it's pretty inex inexplicable. I mean, Yeah, that was a – um, 2009, correct? So that means New England was on the downturn at that point. And the Colts were – if I remember, they lost in the Super Bowl that year, right? Yeah, that was the Saints year, I think. But they could have easily. They could have certainly, certainly had a chance of beating the Colts that year. It's not impossible. You could have. I mean, those two seasons were really the lost seasons, uh, where Philip Rivers really could have got his team to some some real places, but it just never happened. Yeah, in two thousand nine, they still had Ladanian Tomlinson. 
Uh, and he was paired with Darren Sproles, and they had Mike Tolbert kind of as that third guy. Um, and they had pretty decent weapons. Uh, they had Vincent Jackson, Antonio Gates, Malcolm Floyd, Chris Chambers. Um, but they only managed to score 14 points. It was a really good Jets defense, to be fair. Yeah. But they were still 13-3 at home against uh, a Jets team that really proved a ton in the playoffs at that. Well, did they? No, no, they did prove no. a ton in the playoffs at that point uh, because it was before no. their run, the, that Jets run the next season. Um, and Phillip Rivers was 27-40 of 40 with just with 298 yards, a touchdown, and two picks in this game. Uh, he did run for a touchdown. Um, but the two interceptions was uh, – that's just kind of tough and kind of Phillip Riversy. What do you think about him? Because we have never really talked about him a ton as – really in terms of his Hall of Fame case. He – I mean, again, he has – it's just what, how do you define a Hall of Famer, a guy who's been consistently a top probably five to seven quarterback – in the NFL um, for well over a decade. Um, he had, he's been, a, he's been a starting quarterback for 16 years. That's really difficult. And in that time, he's been really towards the top of the league when you think of your quarterbacks, but he's never been like a top three guy, I would say, except for maybe that those couple of seasons. Um, you know, we talked about it in the basketball thing. It's a little bit – it's 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 different case, but it's sort of like the Vince Carter thing where he's racked up enough of, like, the points, enough of the yards, enough of the touchdowns that he's right in the thick of it with other Hall of Famers. That's why his score is so high. But never made it to kind of the promised land, never took his team to the promised land, um, and ultimately was never seen as the best at his position at any point in his career. I think it depends on how picky you want to be. How, what's the, what's, what, can you name me like two amazing Phil River moments where he really made this play where you're like, oh man, Phil Rivers, what a player. <laughs> you can't. Um, he's played 16 years and you can't because he's never had that moment because anytime his team, has really, really needed him in huge spots. He just hasn't come up. Um, I think you call him a choke artist is a bit strong, given just the, the way he was kind of thrown into that Charger situation. He His career has – he's been a little unlucky um, in terms of the head coaches he's had, especially, and sometimes the offensive lines he's around. But still, um, it's not like he's been th thrown with no – he's not like he's had no talent around him. It's not like he's had opportunities. He's certainly had both those things, but there's never been that moment. There's never been that game um, where you're where Philip Rivers really surprised you. He's really he's really come up big for when when his team needs to. And they, he in what was the last Chargers upset playoff win? There really hasn't been that many, if any. Uh, the last, I mean, they they upset the Ravens uh, in twenty eighteen. Um, borderline was, that was like a good that was yeah. like a good matchup you know but then Lamar yeah but like did they win that game because Phil Burns was great or because Lamar Jackson was like a rookie in his first playoff game 
more like he was a rookie because the Chargers offense kind of exactly stops at, and the Ravens tried to make a little bit of a comeback. Um, they upset the Colts with uh, with Peyton Manning. Okay, fair. Back in 2007, I think. But again, it's statistic. It's just again, it's it's all about just watching versus statistics. Because statistically, in his passer rating, he's tenth all time, tenth highest passer rating all time. I mean, we touched on this earlier, but like the numbers with quarterbacks, and you like that's true. To the all time list, it's absurd. So let's not. I, I try not to open that Pandora's box really ever. So I really. I mean, especially with the dudes that we've been watching really our whole lives, um, I, it's pretty much all off like what I've seen on like on Sundays for the last ten, heck, now 50, almost fifteen years. So, right. Well, what do you think? Actually? I mean, if it was just like off the top of my head, surface, like I, I would say no because I'd never have considered him to be in that like elite group of like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I never really thought of him in that, but I would say he's probably the next best. And then when I look at the other quarterbacks in the hall of fame, like who have like lower scores than him, like Warren moon, let's say, or like Ken Stabler, who he had a, that's a couple of big moments, but ultimately Ken Stabler wasn't that great. Over Stabler his. deserves it. Stabler won Super Bowls. Like, that's fine. They did. You know? No, but he, yeah. uh, Stabler has, like, a five-year peak um, where he was really great, while Rivers was never best in the league, but always, like, fifth for, like, a decade straight. It's just kind of – he's it's, it's weird. Um, what if – if he wins – the Super Bowl, let's say, with the Colts. Let's say the Colts can do it. They have a good line around them. They have a couple of they have a couple of good weapons, um, and they have a decent de- they have a decent defense. Um, let's say the Colts somehow upset the Chiefs and the Ravens and get to the Super Bowl. Would you put them in then if they can get to if they if he can pull off this Super Bowl run in his age what thirty eight season? I think. Uh, it depends what happens in the games. To me, it That's really fair. depends on happens what, what happens in the games. Because if it's because, like, Lamar Jackson's hurt and, and that it, it, if it's because, you know, Lamar Jackson has a get bad game and uh, Patrick Mahomes' knees kind of banged up and the Colts' defense is taking a step up next season, then, then like, I don't know how much credit I'm going to give him, you know? Like, when Peyton Manning won that, that second Super Bowl, it was like, it wasn't because of Peyton Manning. That's just an example. Like, the circumstances – I don't know. I feel like the circumstances matter, like, really matter in these situations. When I look at the guys behind him who are in the Hall of Fame on this, like, on this uh, average Hall of Fame – on this court, on this quarterback Hall of Fame ranker thingy. Um, yeah. Sonny Jurgensen, Hall of Famer, I'd say. Dan Fouts, certainly a Hall of Famer, had – certainly had his great, great moment as a player. Was really, really – was a top – two, three quarterback, um, maybe not consistently, but was one of the more talented guys during his time, even though his teams didn't win as much, which is a stain against them. But he's, but he's kind of where the line is. Uh, Kurt Warner, certainly a Hall of Famer, even though even with the peaks and valleys of his career. Stabler, I think, is a Hall of Famer. Namath's in the Hall of Fame. I get it, but 
I mean, that's not the greatest choice, but he did win the Super Bowl. Give him that. Bob Greasy's a Hall of Famer. Warren Moon's one of the most exciting quarterbacks of all time. He's probably a Hall of Famer. Len Dawson won the Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Um, Hall of Famer, at least in my book. And Aikman and Kelly, which, I mean, those two probably have just as strong of a case as anyone else I've listed off here. So, I don't know. I, I would take most of those guys over Philip Rivers, I'd say, what, what would, in terms of their careers. Fouts is kind of close. Um, but Fouts does have more um, all-pro first teams. Um, so I guess he was seen as sort of better in his era than Philip Rivers was in his era. But also yeah. Rivers is in a very difficult era to get that award because when he, when he was drafted, Peyton and Tom Brady were both sort of starting – or Peyton more so because he was older, but Tom Brady was starting to come to his own because he had all those playoff games and, and Super Bowls. And um, Peyton was like, you know, in his young prime. And then – so when he was trying – when he was developing and, and starting to get into his prime, those guys were really at the peak of their powers for most of that. Um, but since you know, he 2006, was, was there ever a year where you're like – okay, Phil Rivers and Drew Brees are fighting for that number three, third best quarterback spot. There was never a season like that. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, Philip does have a couple of, um, of those where he won, you know, those all pros, um, which was it 2009, I believe. Yeah. 2009. Um, he was pretty spectacular that year. Um, uh, what uh 65% completion percentage 28 touchdowns nine interceptions I just, mm, very good I, he was always very good but i never never had that. a great season yeah only only led the league in touchdowns once with 34 and that's not even a ton especially if you compare that to some of the numbers people are putting up today um his completion percentage in 2013 was 69.5 and he's through 32 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Yeah, that's the closest we're going to get, right? That's a really awesome season. Um, threw for 4,700 yards in 2010, 30 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. I mean – Would you say that season would have – that 2013 season would have, like – would you say he was – at the time he'd be better than – he was better than Rodgers or Brady or even Breeze? Probably not, though, right? If I, if I interviewed you in 2013 and I'm like, Alex, is, is Philip Rivers better than Drew Brees? You're, you're probably going to say no, right? Even for that season. Uh, I think I would, I would probably react say at the no. time. But yeah, exactly. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer, though? Well, just flat out. We've talked about him for a long time. I know we've talked about him for a long time. Uh, I think he's right on the cusp because, again, numbers are there, but the postseason success is not, and he's never the top three quarterback in the league, really. So I would say he's the best non-Hall of Famer who has, still has a chance but still has to be really good in a Colts uniform. But the evidence suggests that given his last – given last year he declined – that that won't totally happen. Although the Colts are a better run team around him than the Chargers were, so 
Mm. I would say barely not. I would mm. say barely. Okay. I think we agree there. All right. That was a long time. Um, <laughs> next one. I think that's probably going to be the longest because um, I think he is the closest that just doesn't have that moment that puts him over the edge. The next one's Ben Roethlisberger, and I think this is a pretty easy yes. I'm, I'm surprised that you say that it's that easy. Um, yeah, I think he is a Hall of Famer. I think it's those two Super Bowls that really put him over the top. Mm -hmm. Those Super Bowl runs, and especially the one in 2008, he was really good in that run. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he got luckier than Philip Rivers in terms of the organization that you know he got surrounded sure. with. But his numbers are better too. <laughs> Especially with the yard, like with the passing yards, he threw for five thousand yards in twenty eighteen. For example, just, that's just a quick example. For threw for forty nine hundred yards and led the league in twenty fourteen in that category. Um, his internet interception numbers have been pretty solid until like recently in, in twenty eighteen you know, when he led the league with sixteen. But again, he was thirty six years old when he did it. So he led the league in uh, in two thousand six too. He had twenty three picks that year. At age 24, and the his quarterback record, the team and the team wasn't as good that year as it was when they won the Super Bowl the year before. So I'm, <laughs> you know, um, so yeah. It, I, I, again, it's I, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is really good, and I I do think he's a Hall of Famer. I, I it's not like totally close shut case like a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, um, but. Yeah, he's, he, I mean, multiple Super Bowls. It's hard to argue with multiple Super Bowls. You have to have a pretty good case against it, so. Yeah, I agree. And, like, with Philip Rivers, too, he was kind of an Iron Man. He never got hurt. And Ben Roethlisberger's been banged up a little bit from time to time. Um, missed four games in 2010, missed three games in, you know, missed four games here, missed two, three games here. And then, obviously, last year, uh, he barely played. Yeah. Yet he is still like right there as far as like the yards and the touchdowns with like Philip Rivers in in in, in that top ten, um, which is pretty outstanding. And you're right, it's the two Super Bowls he has that success and he's made it to another Super Bowl in a league where you know you have to deal with a lot with you know several really great teams. Um, in the AFC especially, yeah, um, which is difficult to do. And he found a way to kind of break that level and get there. Um, and you always like to see when you pop onto a player's profile on like pro, pro football reference and you see a lot of bolds. Um, and he led, you know, led the league at yards twice, yards per game three times. Um, and interceptions a couple times too, kind of, sort of like Rivers-esque. I think he's actually really close to Phillip but just the playoff success puts him over the edge. Uh, yeah. Although he doesn't have yeah. uh, all pro teams by pro, pro football focus than as Philip does. Philip has more success there, but. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I think just the Super Bowls, you have to, you have to put him in um, with how good he was around that. Yeah. Yeah. Should we go to the next person? Yeah. Next person. I think, I think Ben is in. Uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, I think if he won the Super Bowl, if he won that Pat Super Bowl, you maybe would add a case, but 
I, I no, right? I say no. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. I think Philip has a much better case than he does. He does has, he does have the MVP. Um, but other than that one season, he's always been like, all right, Matt Ryan's a top five quarterback, right? Right? No, he's a top right, right? And then you you then you watch. It's just you want him to be because you you know you know, but he just doesn't quite always get there um he blew it away in 2016 but really didn't lead the league in much of all in other seasons uh led the league in completion percentage in 2012 and in fourth quarter comebacks in 2015 but other than that never really was the best at anything um, what you call tantalizing <laughs> he's a tease if you look at it yeah it's I mean, when you watch him, you see a quarterback who is really good. Seems like he has good awareness. Seems like he has good presence in the pocket. Seems like he has a control of the huddle. Um, yeah. He's he's pretty mechanically sound as a thrower. But – and then he'll make some horrible decision <laughs> on a throw or he'll do something else that's kind of dumb or he'll make some inexplicably wild throw. Um, so, it, yeah, he's just sort of frustrating. And except for that one season, and then the Super Bowl, he was frustrating. So his whole career is kind of that Super Bowl where um, he has a, he has that initial success as um, a really tantalizing prospect, but he just can't pull it through in the end. So yeah, yeah and that's it. When you look at his playoff numbers, they're all really good. But if you take out 2016 leading up to the Super Bowl, then you have a guy who has. 11 touchdowns with, or no, sorry. Yeah, 11 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Um, and he's, you know, had a lot of hiccups um, in the post. And part of that was that they made the Super Bowl a lot when, he, when they made the playoffs a lot more when he was younger. Um, and then they had their run in 2016. And then they lost to the, they lost in 2017 after, uh, after beating the Rams in the first round. And then they lost. Yeah, it's really, and then you look at all pro teams, and surprisingly, I don't, I don't quite get this. Um, pro Football Focus had him as a first teamer in 2010. I don't know. Which seems odd. Seemed odd, odd to me. Um, and then obviously, first team in 2016, second team in 2017. He's always towards the top of the league, but he never had that put you over the edge moment because that moment was that Super Bowl. Um, and you're right, but he also, you know, he is 35, so he probably has, and he doesn't really have an injury history. Um, he, that's, he's been pretty much an Iron Man, really. But I also don't like where the Falcons are at all, nor do I like where they're yeah. really going, and nor do I expect that they'll be really all that ready to contend in the near future. So, I don't know. The Falcons are like 7-9 and nine to 6-10 and 10 for the next, like, three years, and then he retires. Then I don't, I don't really see much of a case there then. Then you kind of look at him, and, you know, Ken Anderson is a couple spots below him, and you kind of like, oh, they're kind of bunched them as like the guys who are like, you know, should be good enough to get over the hump, but just quite weren't. And that's where they are. 
Hmm. I'd agree. I totally agree. Next up is uh, Eli Manning. Eli Manning Manning has a higher score than Ken Stabler, Joe Namath, Bob Greasy, Warren Moon, Len Dawson, Troy Aikman, and Jim Kelly. He won two Super Bowls. Uh, He – was he – how do I frame this? How many times would you call him a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? Maybe maybe once or twice. Right? Um, Would you say that? Led the, league, led the league in interceptions three times. And led the league in sack percentage. And also led the league in fourth quarter comebacks once. But that's really where he tops the league. He has had seasons in which he's thrown 20 picks. 25 picks and 27 picks. He has as many 30 touchdown seasons as 20 interception seasons. That's correct. And in those high interception seasons, he threw 23 touchdowns to 20 interceptions, 31 touchdowns to 25 interceptions, then 18 touchdowns to 27 interceptions. Which is crazy. (laughs) Which is crazy. And then you go to postseason, ultimately 18 touchdowns, Nine interceptions, um, 60% completion percentage, eight and four with a couple of four and O's, um, which were the two Super Bowl runs. But when you look at the two teams that won the Super Bowl, I would never consider those to be like, you know, the Eli. The 11 team, he was darn good. He was really good. That He was great that postseason. Um, uh, the 2007 team was more on the on the on the coattails. Um, not totally, but kind of on the coattails. But he had to be just good enough for them to win that Super Bowl, and he was with a little luck from a helmet. Um, yeah, but ultimately they win because they hold the Patriots to 14, and. You know, that is what it did. They had Michael Strahan, OCU Manure. This is a really, really good defense. Um, and then 2011, he, he's fantastic. That's that's his – that's peak Eli Manning is the postseason of 2011. Apex Mountain. That is the Apex Mountain. <laughs> yes. He's excellent. Uh, one excellent never... run, though, like, doesn't get you in, even though we have talked a lot on this podcast about – the importance of postseason success and having those moments. Eli has those moments, but I think what we're saying here is he doesn't have the other stuff that also counts. Um, like if you have regular season Philip Rivers, and then with the playoff resume of Eli Manning, I mean that's a no that's a no doubter Hall of Famer. First ballot, yeah, first ballot Hall of Famer. That's kind of what you have in Roethlisberger, which is all funny because they're on the same draft class. But Roethlisberger is closer to Philip Rivers in his regular season accolades. But then he's closer to Eli Manning in the fact that he's won multiple Super Bowls and he has, he's had a couple of really awesome runs. And we both put Ben Roethlisberger in, but we're both going to keep out Philip and Eli because they don't have what the other one did. And you kind of need that balance in order to do it. Absolutely. At least in my Hall of Fame, I would say. Uh, uh, I mean, Eli could never protect the ball well enough. He made so many ill-advised throws, even in years where 
either he's supposed to be in his prime or he's supposed to be, you know, smart enough not to make those sort of decisions. Um, the Giants have tried to have tried, have like tried to trust him year in and year out. And it just never really worked out since they won that second Super Bowl. And I think that really matters. You know, when they tried to transition the team and, and re- rely on more of an offensive approach with an oh, but Eldo Beckham Jr. at the helm at, as his top receiver, and they just never – they never won a playoff game. So, I think with that him, means something. Yeah. With him at quarterback, since his age 30 season, which is when they won uh, – when they beat the Patriots the second time, they went 9-7, and 7-9, seven, seven and 6-10, six and 6-10, six and 11-5, and five, which was their breakout year, but they disappointed in the playoffs. Three and twelve, five and eleven, one and three, and then he was done. It's bad. I mean, that's really bad. I mean, part of uh, it's the organization for sure. Yeah, um, it, it did fall apart toward the end there. So I'm not going to give him that much crap for it, but uh, it should be noted at the very least. But a Hall of, a Hall of Fame quarterback shouldn't miss the playoffs that badly, that many years. Yeah. Uh, once he turns 30. I agree. I mean, well, they need to win a, at least a playoff game, you know? They, need, yeah. they couldn't even win one. So it's just a tough look, you know? And they, and they, trust, they rely on him year in and year out, and he just disappointed year in and year out, and to the point where he had a pretty good Hall of Fame case by the age of 30, and it just sort of fell off the, the, to the wayside. No. Nothing got added to it, you know. It was a good. It was on track, but it just plateaued. And yeah, that's why I would keep him out. All right. Uh, going down, we go much younger. We go to Russell Wilson. Mm. Russell Wilson, who is below every current Hall of Famer except he's above Troy Aikman and he's above Jim Kelly. He has a Super Bowl ring, and he was inches away from a second Super Bowl. Um, but even since, that was sort of before his prime, though. he was really young. Uh, and since then, he's blossomed into a top two or three quarterback in the NFL over the last couple of years, at least, I would say. Um, yeah, for sure. And someone who is, I would say, on pace to make the Hall of Fame. Um, but he has played enough seasons yet but i still expect his next at least three or four seasons to be really elite um i'd be really surprised if he doesn't make it i mean this guy's thrown yeah. more than 30 touchdown passes for three three straight seasons now um he hasn't thrown more than 11 interceptions in a season he has a super bowl ring probably should add two uh led the league in quarterback rate in 2015 that's probably just before which is probably where the start of his peak is like pure peak was and he's putting yeah. up his numbers in a run heavy offense so that it's hard to argue that he isn't really close to clinching it and i'd be surprised if he doesn't eventually get it yeah i think he clinches it like two more good seasons where they make the playoffs or some something like that. I, he's he is a hall of fame quarterback with a good start to a hall of fame resume um and really no sign of slowing down as long as he stays healthy. So, um, I mean, he's certainly better than Eli really ever was. He's so, missed the playoffs once in his career, which is impressive. Yeah, and they, were, and they were nine and seven in a season with a lot of turmoil and a lot of guys on the defense that were hurt. He was kind of left 
stranded. Um, but they they still went 500, and he threw 34 touchdowns that year and led the league. He was still terrific. So I mean, he doesn't miss games. He's he can do pretty much everything you want from for that you need a quarterback to do. Mobility, arm, accuracy, all that good stuff. And he's a gamer, and his teammates love him. Uh, I, I, there's, there's nothing that, there's nothing on the resume that he's missing other than multiple Super Bowls. And he probably should have had that anyway. So yeah, this, this is almost a shut and close case. Basically. The only thing that's missing is two more seasons, as you said. Yeah, but he's there, he's there and he's still young. And so I, you know, it'd be, I'd be stunned if he's like the 10th best quarterback in the league next year or something, or just, and, and just doesn't come back to being the top three quarterback. Um, getting close to the end here, but we do have to talk Cam Newton because he did win the MVP. He led a team to the Super Bowl. They didn't win it, and he wasn't very good in it, but they got there. And and kind of like kind of like Matt Ryan, it was it was just like this monstrous 2015 season where his team was dynamite and he was dynamite and he won the MVP and he got them to the Super Bowl. Um, then he ran into a historically great defense and he was just helped to nothing really. I mean, for the, yeah. It was 14 to six was the final score. If I remember correctly. Um, um, I'm not sure I had to look it up. What the didn't do anything. Was. It was a horrible Super Bowl. That's what I know. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, uh, he's not, he's, he, he's not, 30, 30. Can, we, can we just say that? Uh, I would agree with you. He's, uh, he's 31 and is not on a team. <laughs> I mean, doesn't that, unless your name is Kurt Warner, doesn't that like, uh, disqualify you pretty much? Part of that is health. Part of that is health. Um, he had a he's really a down or two though. Like the health yeah, thing, true. like he's had nagging injuries throughout his career. He's consistently had to play hurt. That's always been an excuse for him for really the last two or three years. Uh, and you know, the great, good players stay healthy, you know, pretty simple. That's not totally always on the player, but, um, what I'm looking at is like, they have this dynamite season they disappoint the Super Bowl, and then. They go six and he goes six and eight as a starting quarterback the next year. And he's like 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. He's not very good the next year, 3,500 yards. And he completes 53% of his passes, which is egregious. He's not good the next year. Then he comes back and they have a little bit of a bounce back season. And he's, he's better. Um, but he he's never really, touched, he never touches that elite level again and he was really an elite elite quarterback for one season he was a really good quarterback for several others but he wasn't a top like top three in the nfl this is your guy he was that once i've never been a huge cam newton fan when he threw the ball when the ball comes out of his hands i, I don't know where it's going you know i've always felt that way He's always throwing off his back foot. You know, he doesn't have a really good presence in the pocket. Um, he's a wishy-washy teammate. I don't know. And then a 2015 game, I mean, it's the famous, like, not diving after the ball thing, which is egregious in, on the biggest stage. And, his, and he just sort of wiltered like a flower, mm -hmm. like, a, 
like a dead flower or something. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that, I mean, that game, like leading, like building himself up to that game, then playing the way he did in that game kind of sums up the Cam Newton experience, at least to me. So he's a college football Hall of Famer. I'll give him, I'll give him that. He certainly is. And he's probably a top five mobile quarterback as, or as far as like running quarterback is concerned. Because uh, him running is really something special because we've never seen a quarterback of his like sort of body type be able to run like that before, which is definitely something that adds to it. But uh, he's a Hall of Good guy, I would say. And uh, just he just wasn't an elite quarterback for long enough for me. Um, yeah, it, to me, this is still a franchise quarterback. I mean, this is close this in is check case. Like, is, I don't think he's a franchise quarterback right now, though. Do you trust him? To like- no, he's not. I, I see. Yeah. For a few years. For a few years, he definitely was. Oh, I agree. No, no, yeah, that's no question about that. But he's never been reliable. I, I never relied on – I never felt comfortable with him even when he was a franchise quarterback, though. I think that's part of my case as well. So. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I would say there was, like, a three-year arc where I really, like, believed in Cam Newton. But um, I think that his best days are behind him. And, I mean, he still is 31. Who knows? Maybe the Patriots pick him up and, and they go 10 and 6 next year and he's awesome. But this I wouldn't a, bet on it. This is an insult to me. Like, that he's not going to go to the Patriots. What? It just, even suggesting it is 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 a is a, is a fallacy. That's not going to happen. Where do you think he does go? I don't know. That, that it's I, I have no clue. I, honestly, maybe the Raiders. They like the they like the second quarterbacks. That's a joke, but still. <laughs> where does he go? I don't I, know. I I don't know where he goes. I just really don't. Um. Before the draft, I was like, maybe the Chargers, if they want to sell tickets and focus on other areas of the team. But they drafted Justin Herbert, and they signed, you know, Tyrod Taylor essentially be the placeholder. Um, I, I, I really don't know, um, because he's going to want to start, and there's not a lot of wide open places to get a starting quarterback. I mean, you could look at Chicago, because uh, a Foles versus Trubisky battle is not the most optimistic thing in the world, but they're still paying foals and they, you know, I, I, I don't think they got yeah. another quarterback. Yeah. Um, maybe like if like, I think he's a guy who waits and then if in week two, someone goes down, he's the guy. Yeah. Like if in week two, like, I don't know, some, some guy, I don't know, like, hmm. I don't want to name any names to like wish anything about it. but like, you know, some quarterback on a fringe playoff team gets hurt. I think then he's the guy that comes in there. I think that's, that's what he's going to have to be. Cause I don't yeah, think that's at what the, it sounds like, yeah, there's no really good fit because the most logical uh, looks like the Patriots, if they want to continue to compete, but it looks like it sounds like they're pretty content with trying Stidham. Um, and so I, I guess that is what it is. Um, if Stidham sucks after week two, if he's just like deer in headlights, then they go to Hoyer. Though I, I would think so. I'm just trying to figure out a spot for him. Um, I, I, I think it would have to be after week like three if someone gets hurt. He should he uh, should go to Pittsburgh and sit behind Ben Roethlisberger for a year and then take the job the next year. But he won't do that. So it sounds like he's not going to do that. I don't think he wants to be a like backup. if I'm his agent. That's what I do. 
and like go to a, a nice, safe, interesting place with an old quarterback that doesn't really have an answer behind him. Um, and Pittsburgh's the perfect yeah, he, spot. He'd have to fend off Duck Hodges, but I think that makes sense. I, I think that, 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 that makes sense, but it's also like, does he want to sit behind Ben for a year? I mean, logically, that makes sense, but I mean, then ben he also get hurt back. in a snap, too. Like, that's true. We've already seen it. So that's true. It's not like he's an Iron Man out there, and what he's like thirty nine years old as well. So he played yeah, two ben games Roethl- last year. Yeah, he played two games last year. Like he's, I, I don't know. Ben Roethlisberger is no guarantee either. So if you're Ken Newton, try it out at least. You know, I think that makes the most logical sense. Yeah, but he's not going to do it. Sounds like so. Yeah. yeah. All right, Cookie. We're, we're we're at that time where we have to talk about Carson Palmer. I don't have any. I don't have much on Carson Palmer. Uh, yeah, the Hall of Very Good. Um, he's 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 like he's like in the middle of the Hall of Very Good, and then finally we have to have we have to have the Joe Flacco conversation. Sorry, your friend Joe Flacco is not a Hall of Famer. It is not pretty close. He, he, I do think he might be closer than Eli Manning, but he's not a Hall of Famer. He has the most playoff road wins of all time. In the postseason, he has 25 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. He's completing 57% of his passes, which isn't great, but, you know. Um, and he's 10-5. and five. January Joe gets it done. That's all I'm telling you. Um, Okay, fair and final. I thought we were going to stop at, at a certain at, at, at Ken Newton. Yeah, this, this is the stopping point. This is the one. No, 98-73. He's 98-73 as a starting quarterback. Uh, completing 62 Did Vinny Testaverde ever lead his team to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. No. Super Bowl MVP. Uh, okay. I mean. MVP. I don't care about the Super Bowl MVP. It's a joke. <laughs> what do you mean it's a joke? It's kind of a joke. I mean. They, they, he, he, I don't really care. But like Brady has like five Super Bowl MVPs. He deserves like maybe four of them. <laughs> Joe Flacco deserves a Super Bowl MVP. He was unbelievable that postseason. Um he was on it's one of the it was one of the greatest postseason runs in NFL history by a quarterback. Joe Flacco uh, has more twenty interception seasons than thirty touchdown seasons. How about that? They're, 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 that's my that's my one statement on this on this subject. He did beat <laughs> Andrew Luck, then Peyton Manning, then Tom Brady on his way to the Super Bowl. That's a pretty I, good run. I was listening to this podcast right now. I would have stopped right now because I know this is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. All right. You know what? Uh, I'm voting in, but you can choose something else. Um, not going in. Philip Rivers is a better case. And I don't think he's Philip, Philip does not have a Super Bowl MVP. But Philip Rivers actually – was like good during the regular season most for 16 years. Flacco was good in the regular season for like for like six. <laughs> I don't know. That's a fair argument. 
Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, buddy. My guy Joe will always live with like one of the greatest Super Bowl runs of all time, but uh, he's not. You know, if uh, if we're not putting Philip Rivers in, then we there's no way in hell that you're putting Joe Flacco in. Um, but who knows? Maybe if Vinny Testaverde gets his day one of these years, that then they'll put Joe Flacco in because they're they're comparable on their Hall of Fame meters, which I think is really weird. But I guess I guess that makes sense. Um, all right, so kind of to summarize, uh, I say we both have Peyton Manning in, we both have Tom Brady in, we both have Aaron Rodgers in, we both have Drew Brees in. Um, you're a definite no on Philip Rivers. I'm a soft no on Philip Rivers. We're both yeses on Ben Roethlisberger. We're both noes on Matt Ryan. We're both noes on Eli Manning. We're both like going to be yeses on Russell Wilson. We're both no's on Cam Newton, uh, and we're split on Joe Flacco. Uh, no, we're both no's on Joe Flacco. Um, so that's it. So six guys you counted? Yeah, I have six in. Six in. You include Peyton Manning, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll come back to this in 10 years, and we'll have uh, discussions on, like, Patrick Mahomes and, and Lamar Jackson and um, Matt Stafford. <laughs> Maybe not. That's not. not a Hall of Famer. Get out of here with that. I mean, he's won one I know. playoff game in his career. Does he have a playoff win? Wait, does he have a play? I don't even know. I thought he did. I thought he'd won. Did they beat Arizona once? I don't know if they have a playoff win. Do they have a playoff win? This is gonna be the last thing we're gonna look up tonight. Yeah, hold on. No, he's zero three. Yeah, he's zero three. Okay. He's on three. He never won a playoff game. No. They've, in tw- I remember 2014, I think it was, they should have beaten the Cowboys and something didn't go there, like a, like a PI call didn't go their way or something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's the closest. Yeah, never mind about Matt Stafford. <laughs> All right. So that'll do it for us this week. Next time, I guess we'll talk. Well, we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. And we'll let you know when we get there. Maybe, maybe maybe baseball might be the Bundesliga Hall of Fame pod. We promised. No, um, we never promised no. this. Only Alex. That uh, Alex, we have to talk about the Timo Werner transfer. We're gonna pivot to us. Uh, we're gonna be a soccer transfer podcast on the side. All right, watch out for our next soccer transfer podcast. Where we talk about Timo Werner. For Koki Riley, my name is Alex Weiner. Thanks so much for listening to Hall or Nothing. Keep it right here for the next episode, probably in the next uh, week or so. So definitely keep an eye out for that one. Have a good week.